Welcome back. My name is Faith Lynch and we are back in business. We took a small break because of volleyball season, but we are back with a very special guest today. Uh, coach Mitch Thompson was selected as the 20th head baseball coach in program history. He led the MCC Highlanders to the four NJCAA Region 5 and Southwestern Division District Championships, four NTJCAC Championships, a second place finish at the 2015 JUCO World Series, and the 2021 NJCAA Division I Baseball National Championship. After nine seasons as the head coach of McClendon County Community College and previous 18 years as the assistant at Baylor, Coach Thompson brings more than 30 years of coaching experience to his first season as a Baylor head coach in 2023. Coach Thompson, thanks for coming in today. Hey, thanks for having me, Faith. Great to be here. Of course. Well, welcome home. Welcome back to Baylor. How does it feel? It's I've never left. I've never left Waco. Uh, uh, but no, it's great. To, it's great to drive up to the ballpark every day and uh, and 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 to be be doing what we're doing. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there's just been so much hype, and I'm a volleyball player and so excited for baseball season. So we're just ready for y'all to get started. Um, but can you walk us through this past off season and kind of what? training has looked like leading up to this coming season the next couple of weeks yeah well we got started in august when school started and uh you know basically was in off-season workouts for about six weeks uh you know lifting running uh trying to get a little feel for where we were with all the guys and taking a look at our roster our roster was a little bigger this year than we normally will have okay um and and then we got cranked up in into fall ball and went went through our fall ball period i don't know five five weeks four or five weeks, 29 days, whatever it worked out to be. And, um, you know, inter-squatted a lot and got a chance to kind of start lining things up for our guys. Uh, once that was over, we, um, you know, had another week or so of school and then we were done. So, yeah. you know, it's important for us to make sure our guys stayed, stayed in shape and kept working uh, over the Christmas holidays so that they come back here ready to get going and crank it up this spring. Is that – it's an issue for y'all sometimes. I know it's kind of awkward to have a like a holiday right. Well, it's in the really middle. tough. I mean, it's it's hard on the guys. You've got to really trust your guys. Your guys have got to be disciplined. Mm. You know, because if they're not, they won't come back in arm shape. They won't come back in leg shape. Right. You'll have you know you'll have pulled hamstrings. You'll have you'll have things start happening to you that that limit the guys early in the year. Uh, guys will have to be shut down on the mound, uh, and you'll have to kind of you know, uh, build them back up, and it just takes time. So uh, it's really important that the guys do a great job in the off season, especially over Christmas break, at, at staying on a good, solid throwing program that we'll, we'll give them and then, uh, you know, continue to run and lift and be in, be in shape leg-wise. Yeah, for sure. I think that speaks a lot to, like, the players you're bringing in, too, is you want them to be disciplined and take control and have ownership of their team because you're starting season. Well, yeah, and they're, and they're all, you know, most of them are, are – they do a great job of it for the most part. I mean, they're they're all interested in their personal development as players as well, Good. and they realize that hey, the spring's coming and it's my opportunity to to show out and 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 to to, to really compete. And so, you know, they want to be on top of it too. But it just makes it more difficult when you're doing it by yourself and you're spread back out all across the country. And yeah. and who knows, you know, what kind of weather issues you're dealing with, what kind of facility issues you're dealing with. It'd be a whole lot easier if we could just keep them here. And do it all together. Right. Um, but uh, the, the, the holiday season kind of gets in that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when building your team, obviously, like, 
first year first year head coach back to Baylor um have a lot of connections MCC transfer portal is huge guys staying on the team what are you looking for when you're wanting to build your like dream team like this team is going to win a national championship well you know it's, it's a process it's a process as it gets going and uh you know, you just got to really start building and start really recruiting the type of kids that you want, the type of players that you want. You know, I, I, I always talk to our, to our coaches, and our coaches understand this very well. You know, I mean, we're really – I say it all the time. I'm looking for three things in the players that come here and play. I mean, I want a baseball playing fool. I want somebody <laughs> who loves it, who can't yeah. get enough of it, who eats it, drinks it, sleeps it. I want, I want hitters to be the guys that we're having to – to go out to the to the cages and say, "Hey guys, it's time for you to shut it down today. You've had your you've had your 500 swings, you know. Yeah. Move on. You <laughs> know, that's, a, that's enough. Yeah, you know, um, you know. So you, you've got to have those guys with that passion and that 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 vision for where they're going in the future. I mean, I want all of our guys to want to play Major League Baseball. If you don't want to, if you don't want to play Major League Baseball, then I'm going to have to kick you to work as hard as I want, and, and I don't want to be in that position. So. We're looking for that. We're looking for guys that are good fits for Baylor academically. Uh, you know, being a partial scholarship sport, we need, we need guys who, who, can, who can get the academic scholarship money to make, make Baylor a really affordable choice for them. Um, and our guys have always done a great job of that. Um, so we're looking for good students, you know, and good students that are going to show the discipline in the classroom, it'll also carry over onto the field. You know, guys who aren't disciplined in the classroom, it's really hard to trust those guys on the field as well. Sure. So so we're looking for that. And then the third thing is we just want really good people. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I just don't have time to be wasting time um, trying to babysit somebody 24-7. I want good good people who, who come from good families, who understand the opportunity that they have here in front of them and and they really want to invest in themselves while they're here, you know, because I, I do. I consider this to be an investment. You come to Baylor, it's an investment. You're, yeah. you're, it's your investment in your future, and you're creating the opportunities for yourself that are going to carry you the rest of your life. And so um, we got to find the right guys. And, yeah. uh, you know, we want bigger, physical, bigger, faster, more physical, stronger guys all the time. So uh, we're starting the process and we're recruiting those guys and we're, we're starting to bring them in and we're going to just going to continue to try and recruit better and better and better every year. And, uh, and that will, that will show up on the field and, and bring a lot more wins. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like just me going through the recruiting process, being a Baylor family, like Baylor is such a special place. And so I think it's awesome to hear staff like recognize that and like okay like this is such a special place like you get to set yourself up for life and I mean just me as an athlete like we have so many resources and like I feel like I've made so many connections like I have podcasts if you would have asked me freshman year if I had podcasts I would not have believed you so it's just really cool that like athletics gets to provide you so many things and not only yeah sure we play baseball but setting you up for life and like this is the life you get to choose and to be disciplined and sets you up for success so well, we are. We're unique. You know, mm-hmm. we're not. We're not a sixty thousand student campus. No. We're not a concrete jungle. Uh, your professors are going to know your name here in the classroom. Uh, you're the people that you go to class with. You're going to know their names. They're real people. You're going to develop relationships that'll last you forever. Um, and you know, I I say we're different. You know, one of the things I'm probably the most blown away by is you know we've always had team chaplains and things like that yeah. but now that I'm back as the head guy I have a full-time I, I've got a $25,000 team chaplain position I mean Baylor's not only concerned about your athletic career your academic career 
developing you as a person. We're concerned, we're concerned about your eternity mm-hmm. and we want to make that investment and it separates us. We're different. Yeah. And so, you know what? It's going to take special people that we're going to have to recruit. We're not here for everybody. This is not yeah. the right place for everybody. Um, but there's sure a lot of people that that'll fit this mold and that want this for their education, their opportunity. And we're going to go out and find them and bring them in here. Yeah, that's awesome. I've always said, I mean, I am biased, but Baylor people are just good people. And it's hard to tell other people that don't get that. <laughs> I'm like, once you get here, you just know, like, people are just awesome. <laughs> but um, so kind of going through like the JUCO addition to the team, do you prefer to get a guy out of a JUCO? Do you really like the portal? Do you want someone fresh out of high school? Like, what is, a, yeah. like, do you prefer anything? I, I think right now we're going to be a kind of a mixture of all of them. Right. You know, I think we're going to have to be involved in the portal. Okay. There's going to be, there. you know, ki- there's there's too many kids re- getting being recruited to too many different schools that can't be happy, that can't get the playing time that they're looking for. Something's going to be different, you know. Um, with kids committing as early as they are, I think yeah. kids are making poor decisions. Mm-hmm. Schools are rushing those decisions on those kids. And so, you know, the schools are making poor decisions too. And then you get the kid in, in at your place and, you know, he's not the player that you thought he was going to be because you're recruiting him three years in advance. And so there's lots of turnover there. We're going to have to be involved in the portal some. But I want to supplement our roster with the portal I want to supplement our roster with the junior college players. I think the junior college kids can can really get a value out of Baylor too, and that you can come here for two years and pay the higher tuition costs, but you're going to end up with the same Baylor degree yeah. that somebody who's been here four years is, but you've paid about half. Right. No, and yeah. so that's a heck of a deal. It is. <laughs> so I think we can find good fits there as well, but but I really want to build our team through the, through the high school ranks. I mean um, – it's the only way you can create stability on your roster. It's the only way that you can, you know, um, you know, one of the things that, that I always missed at the junior college is I missed the senior being able to come in and um, put his arm around a freshman and go, hey, man, it's going to be all right. All right. Yeah. Pick yourself up. Yeah, it's hard right now. You're going to have to fight through this. But I was right where you're at. It's going to be okay. Follow me. Yeah. We don't have, we didn't have that at the junior college level. And you won't have that if you're going into the, portal all the time and bring the junior college guys here because those guys are concerned about their own careers they want to make it happen right now and and then then if they're ready to move they're ready to move Um, but the freshmen you're able to build things around you're able to really retain your culture and keep it going so we want to build through the high school ranks if we can we're going to supplement it through the junior college and the portal and uh, try and put the best product we can out on the field yeah that's awesome so many great things just then um I committed the end of my freshman year of high school. So, I mean, I was thankful enough to know Baylor and know that I was going to be okay. But still now, I mean, I have friends at different places that are in the portal, jumping around. And so yeah. it's just, it's so hard, especially for girls. I mean, I feel like it's like you, I'm, I was been the same height since I was in seventh grade. So I wasn't going to grow a whole lot. But for boys, I mean, yeah. I have a brother and I feel like every time I see him, I'm like, you're huge. Like every time it just Well, it's tired. really hard. To, it's really hard to, to, to you know, prognosticate what this guy's going to be like three years from now. Yeah. It's hard enough to do it one year from now, you know, to recruit a kid after his junior year of high school, it, which is what we've always done in the past until the last five, ten years. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, you watched him to junior year, and now you're you're guesstimating where is he going to be another year in progress. It's hard enough to do that, right. let alone do it when a kid's a sophomore in high school. And, and the other thing is I think sometimes we're creating some of these portal issues because – we're telling these kids how great they are as a sophomore in high school, and they believe it. And we're telling them again as a junior how great you are. We, we love you, we love you, we love you. And then when the kid gets here, 
and everything's not as easy as, man, I'm not as great as I was. Yeah. I'm not, you know, and mm-hmm. the coach is not giving me quite as much time as I thought. I think sometimes the college programs are creating this portal issue. Um, so we just want to, we want to be really attentive of our guys and really, really, uh, you know, we want to recruit guys that we want to work with yeah. and we want to recruit guys that want to be worked with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's, that's what we're working for. For sure. That's awesome. I know it was really special for me coming in my freshman year to have those seniors wrap their arm around me and say, Hey, like it is going to be okay. Like I was in your shoes. And so I think again, like just to speak on that is great. Cause that, that's huge. That's what builds a program like depth. Well, and holds you accountable. Hey man, we go to class. You're going to get yeah. up and go to class. Yeah. I have to drag you to class. We're going to class. You know, those type of things all are part of your culture, and it's it's you, you need the upperclassmen here. You need the guys who have grown up and grown through the program to, to, to have that kind of set culture where it happens every year. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be redoing our culture every year because we're redoing our team with half a team of transfers and half a team of JUCO guys, and, and everybody's just in the mode of trying to figure out how to get out of here and get to the professional baseball. Yeah. I want guys who want to be here at Baylor and want to make this place great. For sure. Um, so I had the opportunity to sit in on one of your camps. I have a younger brother, and so he went. And it was probably one of your first times to really, I guess, like speak to like Baylor people just because camps were so early. And I just remember sitting in the stands, and you just were going on and on about like how we're changing the program, how we're going to do this. We're going to raise good young men which as a sister. I was like, that's awesome. Um, I was just ready to run through a brick wall. I was like, if anyone else isn't fired well, up. I'm glad you like, didn't, but I'm glad, I'm glad you wanted to, and I'm glad you didn't. I'm like, if you're not fired up, get out. Like, come on, this is awesome. Um, and so how have you been able to just to kind of carry over this mentality to your players? Just, I mean, it is a fresh start. Um, like you said, you have transfer guys, JUCO guys, guys coming back. Um, how have you been able to set that team culture? We're just going to, you know, we're going to try and treat people the way we want to be treated. I mean, it's it's the golden rule, right? You yeah. know, and so, you know, we you won't ever you won't ever hear at our place, hey, the, that's a freshman job or uh, hey, you know, you, no, I want I want leaders, man. I want guys yeah. who are going to go do they see something that needs to be done, they're going to get it done. It's our job. And so we just, you know, we're all in this together. We're pulling the rope together. Uh, there's not one player that's higher up than another player. There's not one coach that's higher up than another coach. I mean, when we're out there pulling the tarp, hey, my, my tail's out there pulling the tarp. Yeah. And if the head coach is out there helping with the pull of the tarp, then everybody else better get in, get in line and start pulling the tarp. Yeah. You know, and so it's just one of those things. I, I think we can create it as a coaching staff. I think we encourage it through our, through our leadership of our team. And, uh, you know, everybody's a value, and we need all of us. And, we're, you know, the one thing that I've, I've been preaching since, since I got the job is together, together, together. Yeah. You know, we're going to build this thing together. Uh, we need the fans. We need the support of our administration. We need our, we need our players. We need the high school coaches in the state of Texas. We're going to build this thing together, and we're going to keep creating really good players and really good teams and really good kids that come out of this place. And so other people will want to come and be a part of us. That's what the whole thing is, but it's a together mentality. It's 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 less me and more we, yeah. you know, and uh, and that's kind of where we're where we're going with in any aspect of our program from day one until the end. Um, and the guys pick up on it, yeah. and they're all in on it. And Good. you know, one of the things we do is uh, I, I think it's a big thing. Um, I tell our guys, I want you to find your teammates doing good. Yeah. And, and, and let them know, you know. So we're out there at practice, and we'll see somebody during BP, and he takes a good swing, and the 
the three guys next to the cage, hey, had a baby, good cut. You know, uh, you see a shortstop make a big time play on a on a ground ball, and and the, you know somebody from the outfield will be yelling at a at a baby, nice play. You know, so we're always picking each other up, and you know when you get that mentality going all across your field, there's a lot of positivity, and everybody wants to be acknowledged for their effort. For sure. And so when you're doing that and you do well, it kind of creates the more atmosphere, and it just builds on builds upon itself. For sure. I think one of the things that we do in our gym as well is, like, praise the good things. Like, if you see yep. something happen, like, we want it to be repeated, so let's praise it. Um, I th- and then at the end of practice, we'll always, like, get in a circle and say, shout out to, like, oh, hey, you did so great today because of effort. And I think that's another thing just to, like, highlight on is, like, yeah, you could be such great pitcher, such great hitter, but, <laughs> like, your effort, like, you're helping build the team. And, like, that's another well, yeah contribution and especially so early uh, you need all the good mojo you can get well not everybody can be the starting shortstop not everybody can be the starting pitcher you know but the guy who's the the one inning guy or the one out guy on the mound and the guy who's the defensive replacement or the pinch runner they all bring value to the team so we've got to find that in everybody yeah for sure I feel like you're only as good as your bench no no question I mean the strength of the team is 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 the same as its weakest length you know I mean is that's what it is so Wherever the weakest link of the chain is, you know, that's that's where the strength of our team is. That's that's what it is. So For sure. Um, and such a high competitive level baseball program, um, how do you create that healthy competition for your athletes? I mean, I know even in our gym, like, sometimes it's a struggle of, like, you're my best friend, teammate, roommate, but we're in the same position and only of us, one of us gets to start. So how do you keep that healthy competition? Well, I think it's been easy for us this fall in that I'm new and uh, our, I'm new. Our coaching staff is new, and so every player is starting from scratch. And, hey, man, every job's open. Go get it. You want it. Uh, we've had a bunch of guys out there, and they're, they're working real hard. Uh, but I think it's just it's, – it's, it's who you recruit, you know. Uh, you know, I've had guys in the past uh, – you know, I remember, I remember here in my previous stint here having guys where I'd recruit them and – you know, the kid would say, hey, coach, this school's promised me the starting position. You know, will you guys start me, promise me the starting position? I haven't, I haven't promised a starting position in my life to anybody. I'm never going to. I'm not yeah. going to set myself up to be a liar on that deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, you want the starting job? You're going to have to come earn it, man. And yeah. guess what? We're going to be good enough that there's going to be other guys around you that are going to push you. If you don't want to compete, wrong place. Don't yeah. come. And so it starts with recruiting. You get guys who love to compete, who love to be pushed, and – you know, and, 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 and what you end up finding is that when you have those guys who push you in practice every day, you look up and you go, man, they're getting better. I'm making them better, but yeah. they're making me better too. And so together we rise everybody's boat and everybody gets better. Um, you know, the comp- you've got to have the competition yeah. to get on the field and you've got to have it. But you've got to have good people who are going to – who understand that yeah. you can only have one starting shortstop. You can only have, you know, one Friday night pitcher. That's it right there, right? I mean, For so sure. – no, that's good. I mean, I feel like I'm like, I chose Baylor because I wanted to compete. You know, like, I feel like you train. So, I mean, I've been playing since I was eight. And so, same with these guys. Baseball, you can play forever. And just keep going. And I'm like, you yeah. want to play at the highest level. You want to continue to get better. Like, iron sharpens iron. Just no doubt. why would you want to go to a program and no doubt. be average and yeah, well, be a starter? And, you know, I say that I want every one of our players to play in the big leagues. And I'm not hesitant to tell them that during the recruiting process. Yeah. Do you actually think you're going to get to the big leagues without competing? Oh. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. You, do you just fall to the top of the mountain? No. Nobody falls to the top of the mountain. You got to climb. You got to claw. You got to scrape your way there. And so, pretty simple concept, man. You want to be better as a player. You need people to push you every day, where you realize that hey, today this ground ball work that I'm doing, 
it's the most important thing. And I got to catch this ground ball because if he, if I don't, he's going to. And, uh, you know, that kind of competition, it, 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 it just really, it really breeds into your culture and it, it, it makes your club better. Yeah, that's awesome. So good. Uh, so I was able to talk to one of your previous players, Mark Codgill. I'm actually roommates with his daughter right now. How so about that? So fun. Yeah. Um, Great to see former players sending their kids to Baylor, right? Yes. You being a sixth generation. Uh, it's been you know. awesome. It just, again, goes to show that Baylor is a good place. So keep coming That's back. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but I was able to speak to him and just a couple other guys about how you're truly a man of faith and how you've incorporated that into your coaching style. Um, being at MCC, did you feel like you had to kind of shy away from that do you feel like it's always been part of your style now back at Baylor what are your no it's always that? been part of the style it's always been the people that I've been around I mean when I was at Mississippi State Ron Polk was into FCA and, and believed in that and and Hal Baird at Auburn and, and then here you know I mean I always wanted to be around Christian guys you know um, and and you know when I say I'm a Christian and a man of faith I am but I am far from perfect I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a really good sinner okay <laughs> and uh, the good news is that I'm forgiven um, and, and that's what being a Christian is, um, you know, but, I, I, you know, we're striving, we're striving to try and grow these kids up. Um, and you know, I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm to the point in my career for sure, where I realized that the, I want to win, I want to win a national championship like nobody's business. I want to sure. win like nobody else. I mean, I want to win. Okay. As bad as anybody else wants to win, I want to win, but I'm not willing to win at all costs. I'm not willing to win, uh, without the personal the personal side of things. Because at the end of the day, uh, and we have, I've won a national championship before and it was cool, but I remember failing. So that's what it is. That, that's, that was really cool, but that's it, huh? Wow. It's a national champ, huh? And, uh, you know, but the things you won't forget, you talk about Mark Cogdo, you talk about those guys, the things that matter are truly the relationships that you build. Yeah. And, uh, so for, for me and for our staff, I want our guys to make enough of a, an impact on these kids' lives that we're, we're their friends for the rest of their life, that they, they want to be around us, that they know us, that we care about them. Um, I tell all my guys that I recruit right now, I said, hey, my goal for you is that, that we make enough of impact on your life while you're here that when I die, you want to come tell my two daughters that you love their dad. Oh, wow. The only way that happens is if we serve our players. Mm. If we serve them, then we'll, then we'll have that relationship. And those kids will understand that, hey, there might be some hard coaching moments. There might be some times we've got to kick them in the butt yeah. and help push them. But at the end of the day, they end up being thankful for us holding them accountable for, for calling them out to, to, to greater heights. Yeah. And uh, so that's what it's about. It's about developing kids and using the game of baseball to do it. And while we're at it, we want to win, win, win. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. No, and I think it's something that I didn't really realize coming to college that I was going to need is that faith aspect. I feel like I say all the time of I could not play anywhere else besides Baylor just because <laughs> it's so tough. Like competing at the D1 level, like it's a it's a true grind. And so to not have like that faith aspect or to not have your coaches look at you at the end of the day and say, you're, you are still an amazing person and like you're still so valuable besides of what your performance was on the court or field today. Um it means a lot, and I think just for the mental health aspect of it, making sure kids are okay, and it's it's a grind. So well, and Baylor makes it an easy place to do those things sure. to really pour that faith into them, and that's that is one of the really cool things about this place. 
we don't have to tiptoe around it. We don't have to apologize for it. We don't have to worry about, you know, Big Brother coming in and, and attacking us for, for pouring that faith into our kids. Um, you know, and I was blessed over at MCC. Our president is a, is, a, is a great friend and a strong Christian lady. And, you know, she believes in everything that we did. We're pouring into these kids. So, you know, I mean, we were able to do that over there. And, and you know, I really I – don't, I don't think I'd be coaching somewhere if I couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like I say, I'm far from perfect, but I think the guys are going to know my heart and they're going to know that I care about them and, uh, and that I care about who they are and where, how, where they end up eternally. Yeah. So if, awesome. if I say I love my players, how can we not pour into them spiritually? Yeah. How can we not pour into that part of their life when that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing that they'll – the biggest decision they'll ever make is what do you say about Jesus? Mm. Yeah. Okay? If I love them, how can I not pour into them like yeah. that? So um, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, that's awesome. I think to just kind of go back to like the Christian athlete, I'm like, yeah, like we still want to win. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, we're still going to be good people, but in the day, like, we're going to win. And so I just feel like there's always this kind of like misconception of like, oh, the Christian athletes, they're just so, I'm like, no, we're here to win. Like, we're going to come and take some names. So, um, yeah, I think Baylor has a great job of keeping that at a good balance. Well, excellence sure. is a big part of it. So that's, you know, if you're always striving to be the best, then, then uh, I think you're doing okay. For sure. That's awesome. Um, so obviously you have been coaching for about 30 years, which is just awesome. So much experience, so much knowledge. I've been able to learn from Ron Polk. Uh, what are some key takeaways that you've been able to f- add to your coaching style or anyone else that you feel like you've been able to pull things out of to create your own style? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys who's, uh, I'm, I'm stealing from everybody. <laughs> I don't know that I've created anything that I've developed anything. Seriously. I mean, um, there's been some things I've tweaked a little bit, maybe put my, my style on, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm always look looking to to learn and and as a young coach, you know, I couldn't have been more blessed to have been around Ron Polk. I mean, if I would have picked one guy in the country that I could have started my career with, it probably would have been him, and that's who I got to start with. And awesome. that that's where you look up and you go, that's a God thing. Yeah. And uh, so you know, you learn you learned about dotting your eyes and crossing your T's and about the importance of every little detail and doing things the right way and you know, planning out your practices to the minute and, and, and then stick them by them. And, and then I went to Auburn and I learned from Hal Baird that there's more than one way to do things. Yeah. And that, uh, that Hal Baird was, you know, such a good person and cerebral mind in the game. And, and, uh, you know, there's, there's two different ways and styles to do things. And, and so you learn there. And then I came here and I worked with Steve Smith and Steve was a great guy. And, you know, we, 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 we had good success, so I was blessed to work around a lot of good people. And you know, I'm just trying to pick up and pick up and pull and add this and add that. And um, you know, I, I'd like to think that that I have 30 years of coaching experience that's continued to add and mold and yeah. and and mutate and change. Um, you know, because otherwise you just have one year of experience and you've done it 30 times. Yeah. Well, I think we've got 30 years of experience, you know, th- doing this thing. So we're continuing trying to add and 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 change the program up, and this this makes sense, let's do this now. Um, but I've been around great mentors and great guys to help lead me along the way, and hopefully I can do that for some of the guys following us. That's awesome. I feel like, too, you kind of have to get to a place of, like, you're always learning, like you're always growing, like you can never be complacent. Even as an athlete, I feel like I kind of got to senior year of high school or junior year, and I'm like, all right, like, 
this is it, I've arrived kind yep. of thing. And so just having to always continue to like, okay, I'm learning, growing, stealing things. I love that. I feel like I'm always stealing things from <laughs> Coach Mac. I feel like sometimes I'm like, I sound like my head coach right now. Well, you know what? That's that's the cool part about it. When you when you when you do that to your kids, if your kids and your players hear your voice in the back of their head, that's true coaching. Oh yeah. You know, when the when the moment is here, if they hear your voice and you're not even saying thing, you've truly coached them into being able to prepare themselves. That's what that's what every game's about, you know, is trying to get the kids to make their own decisions, but but to do the things that you, you'd like them to do. So, um, you know, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You better yeah. keep growing, you sure. know, uh, and, and you better run fast while you're at it because somebody's chasing you if you're not. For sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so I've kind of heard that you really like your players to be very clean-shaven, cut, <laughs> very on it which at first I was like that's kind of funny because I feel like baseball is such a got the facial hair beard you know yeah. just kind of like baseball has got their own you've, you've heard that around campus huh, <laughs> that I'm that guy I've heard yeah but yeah. I think that's awesome so what's kind of your intent behind I just that want guys or? to look good I want yeah. I want them to prepare well you know I mean I think there's a certain way and, and you know it's an old school thought but yeah but, uh, you know, there's, there's a certain way that you got to present yourself if you want to present yourself in the best light. And so I think there's some discipline to getting up and shaving every day. Yeah. I think there's some discipline in cutting your hair and, and not looking like, like, you know, somebody on, uh, you know, on the street right now, you know, I mean, you want to be, you want to be different. We're trying to separate ourselves from everybody else. So, you know, I'm going to be hard on it initially. I'll uh, I'll loosen up as the spring goes on and and give the guys some freedom and give them some room and you know, uh, but at the same time you know my gosh you better perform and you better you better be doing everything else right if I'm going to give you any leeway you better you better better be dotting your eyes and crossing your t's. So that's awesome. I think it's so good, <laughs> especially like a new team. Like you gonna want to create that discipline early, and so I think you're so right in saying like the small things like make your bed every morning, you know, yeah. like that's the small thing start your day off, like make yeah. your bed. So discipline. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you said, it really just kind of carries over into every aspect of your life. So no question, no yeah. question. And you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, seriously, how you present yourself, it does matter. Yeah. And, and, uh, so make sure that your first impression with anybody's a good one. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't let it be a poor one. Um, I think that's just that's where that all comes from. But it's a it's an old school thought. I love uh, it. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll loosen up as the springtime goes on, as long as they're taking care of their business. Of course. Uh, if I'm if I'm going up to you and grabbing the, your by the back of the hair, I'm letting you know, hey, you might want to get this cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, nil. It's the big thing out there. Yeah. I know it's huge in football. Um, kind of making its way down. I know volleyball kind of has some. Um, is that a big factor for y'all in recruiting? Do you feel like a lot of guys in the team have NIL deals? Kind of, what's your take on? I that? think our guys are doing doing some some things. So, yeah. You know, I don't know that. Um, I don't know uh, to what extent exactly. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get up to speed on it myself. You yeah. know, um, I I think that I think that kids ought to be able to benefit off of their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. I think that they ought to also uh, have to perform work to get paid. Yeah. And I just don't think that we, um, I don't think it makes any sense, you know, to, to put a bunch of money in an 18-year-old kid's pocket with no plan. Yeah. And so I, I, I want guys to, to figure it out and to, you know, I mean, NILs is something that we're all going to have to deal with. And whether we like it or not, yeah. we're going to have to deal with it. And uh, we better get it figured out as to how to do it right, um, 
you know, from as far as coaches, we're not even supposed to be involved in any of it. So, you know, um, I don't think that's the way it is all the way across the country in college baseball. I think there's coaches getting involved and, and I think that that's the screw up part, but I think that, I think that the coaches that are getting involved, I think they're putting themselves in bad positions. You know, yeah. if you're create, if you're bringing in these kids and you're promising this and you're promising that, I just think it's going to come back to bite your chemistry. I think it's tough in the locker room, and I think also, you know, the people that are helping provide the NIL money, they're not used to not getting a return on their investment. So, yeah. you know, um, I, I we've got to figure it out. But uh, I'm pretty hesitant on it. I'll be honest with you. I think if a kid can can make some money off of a T-shirt with his name on it and his number and his picture and his autograph. Okay, I'm all for it. You know, yeah. um, I think you ought to have to do something for it though, and um, you know I think Baylor's doing it on the doing it the right way, and I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a good point of like you can kind of get messy in the locker room, and I think that's so true of like this guy's got this, especially with baseball and the scholarship. Um, positions, it's just like a little bit tougher there, so it doesn't create. Well, we don't need to. We don't need to encourage entitlement. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, um, we need to be teaching kids to compete, and and you know, if you want something, then go earn it, go work for it, go put, go go get after it the right way, Um, because that's really how the rest of life's going to be. You know, you're not going to get you're not going to get that job just because you say that. Oh, I I deserve it. Give it to me. You're going to have to go earn it, and you're going to have to produce. And so, um, you know, I, I think that I think the kids that produce around here probably get some NIL opportunities, and I'm 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 excited about that for them. And I think that that's probably the way it ought to be. I don't think it should be used in recruiting at all. Uh, and I just I hope that it's it it'll stay out of out of the recruiting process. Um, I was able to listen to the press conference before practice the other day. Um, rankings came out. Obviously, we have tons of, like, good energy, ready to go. Rankings come out. How does that kind of set the tone for season? How are the guys feeling? How are you feeling about Oh, that? no, well, I mean, you know, nobody likes to see where they picked us. I mean, you yeah. know, I don't want to be picked there ever again. Uh, but we addressed it right off the bat, and I just said, hey, this is the expectations that everybody has for you. Yeah. And I said – but guess what? It doesn't even matter what they think. It's it's all based upon how we perform and what we do. The entire season, our entire season is before us, and we get to have something to say about it. Yeah. If it was just going to be decided on paper, then okay, man, this is bad. Yeah. Um, but if we get a chance to go out and play, then we get a chance to go out and compete and play, and we get a chance to say something about it. And I think that there's been plenty of, uh, plenty of, uh, you know, existing, existing times and. And, and things in other sports and even in our sport where teams were picked uh, not to finish so good that ended up finishing so good. So, you know, the thing I told our guys is, hey, we're picked last right now in the conference. We're at least going to meet expectations. They don't expect <laughs> yeah. anything from us, That's okay? Great. Our goal is now to go exceed them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we put it behind us right off the bat. Who cares? Who For cares sure. what somebody else thinks? It's depending upon us. I, I know this, if they picked us to win it, they're not getting ready to hand us the trophy yet. We're going to have to go out and win games. So they picked us where we, they picked us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't want to ever have it happen again. But uh, we're going we're gonna to pick up and go on, and we know that it's all in front of us. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for our team last year, kind of 
not going through the similar thing, but like new team, lost 11 seniors, whole thing, picked mid-conference, and we go to the Sweet 16, just like we ended up the yeah. last team. So everyone loves yeah. an underdog. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great story. Yeah. Let's let's get it going and yeah. let's let's go play. And uh, you know, I mean, and we've got our challenges ahead of us. There's no doubt. Sure. It's we're going to have we're going to have some bumps in the road, and it's it might not look pretty every day, uh, but I think our guys are going to compete. I think our guys are ready to compete. I think they love each other and they care about each other, and we're they're they're committed to building this thing together. And uh, so I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, me too. I'm pumped. I feel like everyone in Baylor's just like oh, baseball. Like we're ready. <laughs> we're so pumped. Well, um, let's go. We got to yeah. fill that. We got to fill that stadium. We got to create that atmosphere. Yeah. And you know, I mean, um, the last probably ten years, there hasn't been a whole lot of atmosphere out there at the ballpark, yeah. and we need to recreate it because because we've had it before. And uh, and I think that there's a lot of people here in Waco and Baylor people that remember back the time when. You know, we really struggled in football, and we struggled in men's basketball, and we were struggling, and baseball was really the one sport that Baylor people could put on their green and come to the ballpark and go, hey, we're going to win today. Right. And, uh, and we did that a lot. And so now we've got everything in front of us where football is able to win and basketball is able to win, and they're winning at high, high levels and doing great. And We need to return our place to doing the exact same thing. But we're going to need the fans to show up and, and be along for the process. And I, I think it's going to be a fun ride. I'm not saying we're going to win a national championship right now, but by gosh, that's the goal. Yeah. And that's where we're moving towards. I can promise you we're getting better every day. So exciting. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, let's go. This is going to be so awesome. I'm excited. Um, so I put questions up on the forums uh, whenever I have somebody come in. And so Ashley Hodge, one of our owners, asked, uh, without giving away too much trade secrets, what do you <laughs> feel like Baylor's money ball approach, so to speak, is going to be? Um, what are some techniques for building a championship program at a private school, given the scholarship issues? You just got to find the right fit. Yeah. You know, you got to find the right fit. I mean, we've got something unique. I've got a, I've got class sizes of, you know, average class size here are unlike what they are anywhere else. Are you want, you want the personal experience in the classroom? We've got it. We've got all these things, and yeah, it costs a little bit more money to get here, but it's an investment. We got to find the kids who understand that. Um, but that's why our kids do so well in the classroom too. They're committed to it. That they they were committed to it when they bought when when they bought their way here. Yeah. You know, I'm hopeful that sometime in the near future we can kind of eliminate that part of it from the partial scholarship sports. I'm yeah. hopeful that in baseball we're going to be in the next couple of years be a head count sport, a full scholarship sport. Yeah. Uh, because when you think about it, why not? Yeah. And that that's kind of the crazy thing right now. You know, you talk about NIL. The NIL money right now is all going to the sports that are also the full ride sports. So these, yeah. these are the guys that are already getting a full ride education, getting everything paid for, and now they're on top of that getting the NIL. Well, I, I get it to some extent, but our guys on average are probably paying $30,000 a year to go to school here. So, you know, there's there's lots of room to help these guys out, and uh, we've got to find the right fits. This isn't the right place for everybody, but this is a place that attracts plenty of really good people and plenty of really good players. We're gonna get this thing rolling again. It's gonna it's gonna happen. So it's uh it's exciting, and we got to find the academic scholarship guys. We got to find the kids that come from 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 some background that have have maybe some ability to help pay. Um, and then we have to sell the benefits of Baylor and what's what makes us different and be proud of it. And, and uh, that's not a problem for any of us and our on our staff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Can you speak on your staff a little bit? I know it's all 
Yeah. yeah um, you know, and I, I do. You know, my oldest daughter, Mary Connolly, she, she sent me a note back in, like, September. Dad, what's it like going to work with the Dream Team every day? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we got exactly who I wanted to get. We got the mm-hmm. people I wanted to bring in on the staff and be around every day. I think it's a really a great family atmosphere amongst our coaches. I think that translates to our team. Uh, I actually had guys earlier in the in, in, in the fall come up to me and go, Coach, you guys are always around each other, and it looks like you all have so much fun together. Oh. And that's cool, right? Yeah. I mean, and so, uh, you know, we, we've just really good friends. We trust each other. I know that they have great knowledge to pass on to the guys. Zach Dillon is our recruiting coordinator, our hitting coach. Okay. Baylor people know him, former All-American here. You know, I've known Zach since he was 18 years old, 17 years old. Wow. And, you know, I mean uh, – I know who he is and that he really knows how to coach baseball. He can really develop players. Got great, great ability to identify players. Um, and I trust him implicitly with that. So Zach's our recruiting coordinator, our hitting coach. James Leverton is our pitching coach. James, a former player at Tech, uh, played, drafted the seventh round, played seven years professional baseball, been around a lot. He's a, he's a, he's a guy that's a, a sponge that soaks up knowledge. You know, this is the guy that when he was playing professionally as a pitcher, he was going and watching the infield coach work with the infielders. And so he's learning. He's gaining knowledge. This is how they do that. This is how they do that. Really a baseball guy. And James worked with me for six years over at McLennan. And and I saw him develop pitchers and take guys and continue to get better. And so there was no question in my mind who I wanted to bring come be our pitching coach. And that's a big job. i got to have somebody that I can really trust with the pitchers. And uh, – and so James is that guy and also a really dynamic recruiter. So those two guys on the recruiting trail for us are big for us. And I know that if either one of them come back and say, hey, I got a guy who can play for us who I like, I don't have to go see him. I don't have to dig. Those guys have done their work. Let's go. This is our guy. Uh, Jim Blair is our volunteer assistant right now and hopefully going to be our full-time assistant. The NCAA you know, has come up with the legislation eliminating the volunteer position and giving us the ability to make it a full-time position. I'm hopeful that that'll happen here. I believe it will. Um, and, and again, Jim Blair's got 18 years of Division One coaching experience and, and is a recruiting coordinator and hitting coach and knows everybody in the state of Texas. The last three years he was a high school coach, so he's got great high school connections here in the state. And Jim knows everybody. And, uh, we get him on board, and we can get him out on the road again, and we just got better. There's no doubt we just got better. So I'm excited to have him with us. I have Darren Thomas as my director of baseball operations. Darren brings 30-plus years of college baseball experience uh, to us, 15 years as a head coach at UTA, off-the-chart knowledge, off-the-chart respect, uh, going to be a guy that I can really lean on. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that as a head coach perspective? Give me some insight. How do I handle this situation? And so, you know, going to be a great reference point for me um, and been phenomenal around our guys and and helping with equipment and ordering stuff and setting up team travel. And uh, been a lot of fun to have Darren with us. And Darren and I have been longtime friends. So, you know, all of those guys, I've known them for a very long time and have deep relationships with them. Brian Furlong is our director of player development. And Brian uh, came to us from Xavier University. He was the pitching coach there. Really close friends with Coach Dillon. They worked together at the University of Iowa. Um, and Brian brings a, a really analytical mind, a hardworking guy. He's going to help us with all the analytics of the game and help trying to develop each of our players to their fullest potential. He kind of helps coach our coaches as to things we can maybe try awesome. and do. And 
So that's really cool. Um, and then I have Bob Johns and Byron Weathersby are my two my two chaplains. Couldn't have done any better than that. Byron did it for 13 years for us previously, so I know the impact that he had. I mean, he's probably married 30 of our former players <laughs> awesome. as their pastor before. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's his impact. And and then Bob Johns locally. I mean, Bob's a Bob's a hero, man. I mean, Bob's you know. Um, maybe the best youth pastor in America and, and had had such an impact on so many people's lives. And so to get these two guys involved around our program was huge. Uh, Bo Holland is our, is our strength coach. We got him from Mississippi state. Bo's been a great addition, uh, really works well with our guys, great energy. Uh, the guys really respect him, like him. Good. I'm blessed beyond measure to have these guys with me and it blows me away. The support we have from our administration to be able to bring this kind of a staff together. Um, and so uh, our kids are blessed, I know that, and uh, and I'm blessed, and so um, they make me better. And, you know, and any head coach is uh, is only as good as his staff. Yeah. I mean, that's just true, you know, and and those guys represent me everywhere they go. And 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 we, we together represent Baylor everywhere we go. And so I'm so excited about that because I know what kind of people they are and I know who they are. Uh, we're blessed. That's awesome. I think it's just so nice for you as a head coach, too, of, like, you can breathe. You know, like, you know it's going to be taken care of. Like, you know who you're putting out there and a good representation of Baylor and um, makes your job easier. I mean, you already have so much on your plate, but to know that you have people on your staff that are going to think like-minded, it's just, it's going to be Well, and they're all with us. They're all with us on everything, you know. Um, You know, those guys have seen me make mistakes before. I've seen them make mistakes before, but I know who they are, and they know my effort. I know their effort, and – I can promise you, uh, nobody's going to love Baylor more than they do. Uh, th- these guys are all in, and they're all in on our mission for our school and preparing champions for life. And so, um, you know, that's what that's what this is all about. It's fun. We've, we've got a great staff, unbelievable staff, and uh, God bless us with that. Love it. Uh, one out of way bear asks, what are your three favorite places to eat at Waco? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Ask the fat guy where he likes no. to eat. Uh uh golly now see you're throwing me on you're throwing me under the bus uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna local. yeah i'm a local no spots. question i'm a local and i'm gonna get i'm gonna have some restaurant owners going what are you talking about you didn't even mention me uh you know you gotta love george's oh, yeah. uh me and my wife we eat probably once a week at least at casa de castillo okay that's our tex-mex place uh, we love those folks baylor people there too uh, Sammy's such a great guy at George's that, that helps us there. Uh, I, I love I love breakfast out at the coffee shop at McGregor. Okay. You know, the breakfast buffet is not too bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, uh, so there's a lot of good there. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a Shorty's Pizza fan. I'm a Marco's Pizza fan. There's just a lot of places around town that are, that are, that are really great, great places to eat and that's awesome. And I, and I try them all out. But, yeah, ask, ask the fat guy where he likes to eat. Cool. cool real cool. <laughs> I feel like I always tell everybody, if it's like, what, what is there to do in Waco? I'm like, you can eat your way through Waco. <laughs> like, don't you worry about it. We have tons of fun coffee shops. George's is always so good. Uh, Vitex, Vitex, however Oh, yeah, Vitex it. is great. So good. Vitex is great. Golly, you know. I mean, uh, there's so many great places with, with really good people running restaurants for sure this is kind of a fun fact I'm on my I guess it's my 13th birthday just being Baylor family um my mom always would make me like a 
a birthday dinner. And so I was like, I want a gut pack for dinner. <laughs> so we did homemade gut packs for my 13th birthday. And that, and we had them in the styrofoam box like at home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not many people probably do the gut pack <laughs> probably, for. Uh, probably not, but that just speaks to how good But, you know, it's probably a pretty good choice, too. It's pretty good. Um, so for everyone that comes on, um, I always ask them this question kind of to close it off. Um, if you could write a letter to sports saying anything you wanted to, what would you say and why? Wow. Really good question. Um, dear sports, um, you have such an impact on our society. You can be such a positive reflection of it. You can... You can show people how to deal with adversity. You can show people how to fight through adversity. Uh, you can show people the the joys of winning and competing. Don't lose that. Take care of the people that are involved. Um, make sure make sure that you always treat people over the competition. Uh, don't let the competition define you, but understand the impact that you have in creating champions across our country. Um, And I, and, I, and I really believe that. I think the sports is sports is such a great teacher of life. Baseball is such a great teacher of life. You know, what other what other aspect of the of of sporting world can you you know be successful three out of ten times in getting a base hit and you're considered great? You know, you failed seven out of ten times, but you have to learn to deal with the ups and downs and and uh, be a good teammate. So. Yeah, dear sports, don't lose sight of who you are and what you're about. You're about creating champions uh, for life. You're about teaching. You're about teaching our country and our children how to enjoy competition and how to play fair and how to compete to their highest extent and to bring the very best out of people. Um, and so I'm blessed to be a coach. And I'm blessed to be in sports, and I'm thankful that God let me do this. It's been my goal for my entire life to do this. I haven't been to work a day in my life. I'm blessed to be a part of the sporting world. That's awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. Appreciate it. Really appreciate the opportunity. I've really enjoyed it and getting to know you. And, uh, you know, tell Miss Cogdill that I said hi. <laughs> I will. All right. Awesome. Thank appreciate you. It. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope everyone enjoyed that conversation just as much as I did. I am so pumped for baseball season, so make sure that y'all do fill the stands for Mitch Thompson. Uh, make sure to stay subscribed on YouTube, uh, follow our Instagram, Twitter, all the things to stay updated on Deer Sports. And until next time, this is Faith Lynch with Deer Sports.